I know sometimes people will say it doesn't really matter. I mean, the future of the Jews doesn't really apply to me. What does this really mean? It doesn't really matter. But maybe it, maybe it does. Hey, Compass Point, welcome back to Encountering God, the daily podcast to help you stay rooted and stay curious as you encounter God through the reading of his word. All right, well, here we go again. We are back in our study in the book of Romans, and we are in chapter 11. We are in the middle, or actually just coming to the to the end of our long walk through chapter 11, which we've talked about is a bit of a difficult passage for us to understand and interpret because it talks about the future of Israel and all kinds of different things that are a bit of a mystery. But we're left asking the question, why does it matter? What difference does this make for me? So as you recall yesterday, we talked about Um, three stages that Israel will go through in regard to the gospel of Jesus. And the first stage is where Jewish people would make Gentile Christians. The second phase is where Gentiles actually flip the switch and begin to create Jewish followers of Jesus. And then the last stage is a greater acceptance. And that's what I want to talk about today, because in verse 26, there's this statement that's made that says that all Israel— will be saved. So what exactly does this mean? Because we've already had the discussion as we've been looking through the book of Romans that the only way to come to a saving knowledge of of who God is, is through Jesus. It must be through Jesus. And yet what Paul seems to be saying here is that sometime in the future, all of Israel will be saved. And so the question, of course, is how? So let me jump into a couple of these things pretty quickly. First of all, this idea of all Israel being saved. Uh, The language here does not mean that each and every uh, person who is Jewish, who has some kind of Jewish heritage, will be saved. But it's also not saying that only the remnant will be saved, you know, in in, in the sense that Paul has already described that there is a, a true Israel within Israel. And Paul's not saying here that it's only those people that will be saved. When he talks about all, there's this this idea of most or the majority of or the large part of um, that's being described here by this language. So again, the question that we're asking is how? How is he going to do this? The Apostle Paul offers a bit of a clue when he starts talking about this one tree and the grafting and the branches that come off that are being grafted back on. You remember all of that? It's important to note that there is one tree. And what that means is that there is only one way. There is only one source, and it's in Jesus. There are some theologians who would would argue that that there is a future for Israel that is above and beyond the way that God has dealt with humanity through Jesus, that somehow God is going to restore the people of Israel in some other way. But there is only one tree. Everyone, in order to be saved, must come to a saving knowledge of who Jesus is. Jesus is at the center for both Jews and Gentiles. So with all that in mind, there are really two options. There, there will either be some mass revival to Christianity by the Jewish people in the future, or there will be a steady growing flow of Jewish people um, back into the family of God, recognizing Jesus as the Messiah. And here's why this is important. If we see the Jewish people as special and distinct in the sense that they will have something different happen to them in terms of coming to a saving knowledge of God, then it leaves the door open for perhaps other ways to come to know who God is and to come to the saving knowledge. And if in our minds we 
can make room for God to deal with someone differently with the Jewish people, then what about other world religions or other perspectives on Christianity, um, other ways of seeing things? It starts to open the door to lots of different questions about salvation. Do you see how theology is actually significantly important? I know sometimes people will say it doesn't really matter. I mean, the future of the Jews doesn't really apply to me. What does this really mean? It doesn't really matter. But maybe it does. Because what we see here in this passage is that there is one way, and that one day, somehow, Israel will be saved. And we have to conclude that it's through Jesus. So what do we do with this? Look, we've talked about a lot of theology, and we've kind of gone a bit deeper into some of these things than we have been in days past. But what I want to say is that it matters. It matters for us to know what we understand about the gospel and about how people can come to this saving knowledge of God. And what this means for us is that our responsibility is not just to sit back and trust that God will deal with people as he see fit. Instead, it will inspire us to share the good news of the gospel. Well, that's all we have time for today. Uh, Thanks again for listening and tuning in, and we look forward to connecting with you again tomorrow as we continue our series through the Book of Romans. Romans.